into East. So okay. who do you have for your, your five guys? I think uh, four of ours will be the same, but who are your five guys? Yeah, so I feel like my, my backcourt might be a little bit different. Like The thing with my backcourt is that they're they're really only on my team because they're really only starters for me because their stats are like hella inflated because they mm-hmm. play on pretty trash teams. Because like, <laughs> for me, like Trey Young is my point guard. Like, okay. He's my starting point guard on the All-Star team, which seems pretty right. ridiculous because he's in his second year. But like the numbers that he's putting up is just it's pretty fucking crazy. And he has no help on his team either. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty bad when you look at the roster around them. Obviously, John Collins was suspended for that HGH, but he's back. Uh, Trey Young, yeah, he came back and he's been amazing actually. The last few games the other night, I think. Oh, he had a huge game, but but Trey Young definitely needs the help. But he's averaging twenty nine, uh, eight assists and four rebounds too. So, and he's pretty efficient too. Thirty seven percent from three and. 44% from the field. That's something yeah, he's that he's improved well. on from last year. Yeah, he's shooting pretty well. So, yeah, putting him on the first team is good. I actually didn't put him. I put Kemba instead because yeah, I just yeah. wanted a winning player. But but Boston's pretty stacked, and Kemba's numbers yeah. aren't that crazy. Like, they're they're not as good as Trey Young's numbers statistically. But right, he's but obviously – his team is, uh, yeah. like, what, the third seed in the East at 22-8. So, you have to look at the I think of the numbers. Yeah, the context when he's playing with Jalen Brown, Tatum, and even Hayward too. Like, and he's still averaging twenty-two points. Like, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, pretty like, efficient shooting as well. Uh, you mentioned that Trey Young doesn't really have a lot around him. The fact that he's still averaging like eight, eight and a half assists a game is really, is really impressive. Because, I mean, he's I get he's a point guard, but with with the lack of help he's got, I mean, he's still he's still dishing the ball out better than pretty much yeah. everybody in the NBA right now. Other than Rubio and LeBron, I would honestly like to see what his uh, like potential assists are, like passes leading to assists. Because yeah. I bet you he probably dishes out a ton of passes, but the conversion rate's probably lower for him than LeBron or Rubio. So I think if he had some good players around him, I bet you he could average like ten assists, eleven assists easily. For sure, if he actually had some talent, because he's a great passer. Something is, that's underrated. Yeah. People think about the shot, but he's a good passer too. Well, yeah, because when we first all started hearing about this guy, Trey Young, back when he was in uh, Oklahoma, I think, in college. Yep. I think that's where he went to school. But, yeah, he was, like, yeah, the, the, all the stat lines came out where he's got, like, 40 points and all this shit. And it's like, but no one really looked at his playmaking ability, which, honestly, at least last year, I thought was more impressive than his scoring ability because he shot the ball so bad last year. But, I mean, this year, they're both just on another level, which is really impressive. Yeah, Trey Young in college, I'm pretty sure I remember – uh, looking at his stats for the first time hearing about him, it was like the first round March Madness. It was one of the yeah. – when you start hearing about these college players. I remember he had like – he averaged like 30 points per game. But then he also yeah. averaged like almost 10 assists, I'm pretty sure. So I think he did that's something that, That's something that just – that completely was slept on when yeah. he got drafted. And and yeah. now he's clearly showing that he can he like was able to convert this into the yeah, NBA from college, which is pretty yeah. impressive. Okay, so I have Kemba. You got Trey. Who's your second? Uh, uh, my guard? two guard would be Bradley Beal right now on the Wizards. Okay, again, yeah, he's same another here. guy. He has like sneaky. He has sneaky good stats, but again, he plays in the Washington Wizards, so those are kind of out of context. But I just I would look at the pure ability, the pure, the pure just talent that the guy's got, not, and I'd put him on the team ahead of ahead of a Derrick Rose or ahead of a Ben Simmons or kind of Walker right now for me. I think that's fair. He's averaging 28 points. 
He's not yeah. that. He's not shooting that efficient though. Like only thirty percent from three. But when you when you're taking, I don't know how many shots he takes, but when you're taking all these shots and you have no help around you, you're going to be a little less efficient. I think what's what's impressed me is that he he was able to actually. The the Wizards don't suck. They're not terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean the defense, they have yeah, nine they have wins. Really like, offense. yeah, they have nine wins. Like that's not what I expected from them. And maybe part of that's Berton's becoming an absolute bucket. Oh, so good man, he's so good. <laughs> he's crazy. He he averages four threes a made a game, which is I was insane. So pissed the Spurs let him go, man. Oh my god, big mistake. And they didn't use him well. He, they didn't use him right. He didn't shoot enough threes there. Obviously, yeah, I know. the system there, right? But I think yeah, he was used wrong. And then now you can see he's thriving on a team yeah. where it's it's literally a gun show. It's like take as many threes as you want, just sling them. No one cares. I, Honestly, watching the Wizards is just like it gives me a headache. It's just so bad. Like I, I really hate watching the Wizards, man. Because like the scores are like those they'll, they'll, they'll score 140 points and get blown up by 20. Like it's like that. Much, like, that's, <laughs> like when they lost to the Rockets, <laughs> lost to like the Rockets, they had like Chino 150 Hills, points. Yeah, it's like watching Chino Hills back in the day, you know, when they had Lamelo yeah. Ball and Leandro, and they just like didn't play it like a defense, but we're so good at offense. <laughs> exactly. I mean, some people like watching that, though. I think the yeah, casual fan loves watching, watching it because yeah, it's fun. You see Bird Tons at eight threes. <laughs> You're like, He's oh, so this sick. is sick. <laughs> and he only has nine fingers too. That's the craziest part. Yeah, like now, honestly, the half finger he's got on his. Yeah, he's missing like half of his ring finger on. I think is is he a lefty? I think it's on his shooting hand, whatever hand he shoots with, which yeah. is crazy. Like, I don't think I could. Obviously, he's. Probably grown up use, using it and stuff, so he's good with yeah, it. But so used to it by now. that's just even more impressive to me. Nine fingers, Bertans, and he's like probably one of the best years in the NBA, if not the best right now. He, if he, because last year I thought he got robbed of being in the three point contest. There's, oh, there's he should no, have definitely been. Yeah. He was. The, he had the best three point percentage out of, of in the entire NBA going into the, in the All Star weekend. But was he, he shooting almost fifty? Yeah, like going that's into All Star weekends, he was like fifty two percent, I think. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and then after that, then he's like started shooting really badly. He shot like thirty percent after the All Star weekend, which kind of sucked. But now he's back to being his normal self. For sure. Let's move yeah. on to the four words. I'm gonna just name my three, okay. and I'm Are assuming we have the same ones. Um, oh, my two guards also Bradley Beal. Okay. So I have yeah. Kemba, Bradley Beal, and then my three forwards is Giannis, Siakam, and Bead. Siakam, I went with Jimmy Butler. Okay, I like yeah. Jimmy Butler. That's a good pick. Yeah, the yeah the case for Jimmy Butler is his team. I mean, I think they're around the same. Both the best player on their teams, and they're both uh, two of the top four teams in the East. So yeah. I guess you could argue either way. Jimmy I Butler has the history, though, right? He has the history behind him, so that's definitely justified. He isn't shooting that well, though. He's only uh, he's averaging like twenty points per game. I know his team. Obviously, he has a lot of, like, talent on it. Yeah. But he's averaging, like, 26 and 6, which is pretty good. But he's shooting 42% from the field and 28% from three, which is <laughs> which is terrible. He doesn't shoot a lot of threes, though, but pretty low. Yeah, I just like the role that he plays on the – like, my, my, my two guards, I put them in there because their stats are crazy. Jamie Butler's stats aren't really that impressive. Like, they don't mm-hmm. scream all-star starter. Yeah. But what the guy like what like he's 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 the leader of, of that team, and for sure. You take you take Jimmy Butler off that team, and it's just like another, another young team like the Warriors is jacking up threes all day with no real balance, 
and I get Bam Adebayo is doing really good and all this stuff. But Jerry Butler provides something that almost no other player can on the defensive side of things. And on offense, again, he's kind of the neutralizer. He's the balance that the entire team runs through. I think he's definitely the most, he's the most valuable player by far on the, the second-best team in the East right now. Second-best team or third-best team in the entire league right now. Yeah, he's their best player, their closer. Bam Adebayo, though, all-star? I had him as an all-star. I think he's an all-star, too. He's, he's been amazing. I mean, he's like 15, 10, and 5, I think, yeah. what he's averaging. But just the growth and his passing out of the post is ridiculous. Because he'll go in, he'll post up against, like, let's say they're playing Philly, post up against Embiid, uh, and then some, someone doubles maybe, he'll kick it to the right person. He always makes the right play. Yeah. And he's, he's just so athletic. Yeah, It's crazy. He's got the complete package, honestly. I, like I love Miami watching Bobby. him play. They're a fun team to watch. They're actually, Definitely. Like, I'm looking at the standings now. They're, yeah. They're, they're 24 and 8. Like they're, oh, they're good. They're real yeah. good. Holy They're shit. They're not far from, from the Bucks, honestly. Like, the Bucks have just played so many more games, but... Yeah, the Bucks. I mean, they're 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 in that range. They they're in striking distance yeah. of that first seed. The Bucks are just crazy, though. I think they're on another level. Yeah. Uh, but, but the Heat they won five straight, twenty four and eight. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Definitely. The not. rise of Tyler Hero, I mean not rise, but the rise of like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Um, I love Duncan Robinson. And Bam Adebayo, that was yeah. enough to to put them up here. And then obviously Jimmy Butler sets the tone. He establishes the culture, and then he's their closer too. Yeah. I think that's important to note. Miami, so, yeah. like, I think the Heat, they're kind of like the Nuggets of last year, where like, no one really, other than Nuggets fans, were expecting Denver to do what they did last year mm-hmm. and finish with the second-best record in the West. The Miami Heaters have taken that role this year, and they're just surprising everybody with their young core and you know Jimmy Butler, of course. Speaking of a surprising young core, I think the Pacers deserve some respect too. 21 and 12. Yeah. I don't think anyone expected that from them without Oladipo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been watching a lot of the Pacers play. I just know that they stole Malcolm Brogdon. Or I think they overpaid Malcolm Brogdon. But maybe. I mean, he's he's been, I think he's lived up to the hype, though. Like, he's, he's, the Pacers are getting every dollar. Right now? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I think so. I think he'll compliment Oladipo well, too. Because he can yep. shoot and he can also pass and he can attack closeouts, so he's the perfect player to have with Oladipo. For sure. uh, another another clutch guy too. He's a really he's really like solid, really well composed in the clutch. Yeah. Something that I like with them and Sabonis too has grown for sure. Miles Turner is the one who's kind of disappointed had, me on that team. I had Sabonis as an All Star actually. I put him in the. Yeah, I think he's an All Star too. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, if uh, so, for the Celtics, who would you put as the All Star for them besides Kemba Walker? Are you putting Tatum or Brown? Honestly, like when I made the when I made my All Star picks uh, about like three weeks ago, yeah, I only had like Kemba was the only guy I put in there. But if I had like looking back on it now, I probably should have put Jason Tatum in there mm. because, or at least Jason Tatum is an injury res- reserve. Because mm-hmm. I put guys like Devontae Graham ahead of him when I probably shouldn't have. And <laughs> Devontae even, Graham's been good. He's a little yeah, inefficient, he's been really though. Good. I kind of have him up in the hype. Cause... Yeah, I have him on my my fantasy team, and he just yeah. shoots so many threes. He's been really – he hasn't been that great lately. He's just – he assists a lot. 
He has a but lot yeah. of assists considering that he's on the Hornets. <laughs> I was kind and... of romantic with it because <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I'd been hyping up Devontae Graham so much. Yeah. He's been going off, and I've been saying that he's better than Terry Rozier and all that. Mm-hmm. And since I was right in the All-Star game. Yeah, Tatum and Brown are interesting because they're very – like they've both definitely grown this season. But yeah. their stats are so similar. Tatum – or sorry, Jalen Brown is 21-7. and seven. And Tatum is twenty one and seven, which is crazy. Yeah. The only difference is Jalen Brown is more efficient. Like he shoots fifty two percent from the field and forty percent from three, which is ridiculous. And He's very efficient. Better, better defender as well, I think. Better defender too. I think he gets the nod for me. Tatum has more hype. That's the thing though. Tatum has more hype, right? So yeah. he has more pressure. Jalen Brown kind of right. just chills. He doesn't have like any pressure at all. If he plays bad, no one will notice. If he plays good, he'll get some recognition. So I think yeah. Tatum might have to be the guy you slot in there just for the, the hype he lived up to. Yeah, I also think that that Tatum's also just like you meant like their stats might be similar, but I'd still take Jason Tatum. I think he's a better player. Like, yeah, if you were picking between the two, I think yeah. I think Tatum has room to grow still. I think this is like Jalen Brown. I don't know if he can get much better than this. Considering he's shooting so efficiently, like law of averages mm. suggests he's not going to shoot fifty-two percent from the field, his career, or forty-two percent from, right. or forty percent from three. Like who knows with this guy, right? He's kind of an X factor. I also feel like Tatum has a an un, a, a, a clutch gene that we haven't really seen much of yet. I just have I just have a feeling that Jason Tatum, come playoff time, I mean, I think that his team's going to be. I think that he's going to be really really clutch for the Celtics down the stretch this year. We think about know, it, he has the complete he has the complete package. He kind of like gives you this Kobe vibe, honestly, because he can a shoot from bit. three. He has that that mid range game, the post up game too, and he can drive to the basket. So yeah. he's a perfect person to have in the clutch because he can create his own shot no matter where you put him on the court. Which yeah. is why he should be their clutch guy. Well, obviously Kemba right. is now, but Tatum will grow into that eventually, I think. For sure. All right, so. Going over the East one last time, I had Kemba, Bradley Beal, Giannis, Siakam, Embiid. You had, you said, Trey Young, Beal, Giannis, yeah. Jimmy Butler, Embiid. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Alrighty. So pretty similar. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler's a good pick. Trey Young, that's the surprise pick, I think, out of that one, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a kind of like... <laughs> The Hawks are really bad. Like, I made, I made this oh, they're trash. Like about three weeks ago. The Hawks yeah. were trash back then, but... I don't know. Those picks haven't really aged well. I mean, some of them have aged well. Bradley Beal, Giannis, Embiid, Jimmy Butler, those have aged well. Trey Young. Trey Young's fine. Like, he's been good. He's had some ankle problems. I feel bad for him, honestly. Like, I feel like he just doesn't have enough help on that team. Yeah. Alrighty. So, the West, I'm pretty sure we're going to have the same list. Did you put Davis at center? Did you uh, put three forwards? Yeah, okay. So, I had... So let's start with guards. Let's just go slow. I have Doncic, Harden. <laughs> yeah, that's, assuming you have the same ones. It's yeah, hard Don- It's hard to even pick anyone. I don't even know who would be close to that. Like close. who even would fall in, like striking Westbrook, distance. Mitchell. Westbrook. Donovan Mitchell is the one I think, the the third, yeah. the third best uh, guard in the Over West Daniel. right now. Yeah, Dame has really good stats, but his team has been pretty bad. Fourteen and nineteen. It's yeah. not all his fault, obviously. No, obviously not. 
I had uh, Devin Booker also. I, I had Devin Booker as a Devin Booker too. Yeah, he deserves well. some respect. He deserves some yeah. real respect. I mean, looking at it though, the Suns are two and eight in their last ten. They've really fallen off. After yeah, I remember we were talking, we talked about the Suns. I think earlier on in the year after they yeah. beat the Clippers, I think. Yeah, and... they were like. I'm pretty sure they were like. They had a good record, like above five hundred for sure. I mean, they were like a five seed for a while there. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it, and we were like discussing were they good. And I said, that, and I said that they were trash and they weren't good. But like after I said that, they won like ten of the next fifteen or something like that. But I mean, they started to cool off, and that's just that's just because like the way the NBA this is that's a again like you met, like you said the law of averages. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just look at the talent that they have on the team, and it's it's, it's not a really good team. It's really not. They they may have been better than the sum of their parts at first. And I think it was more a surprise to teams. Like, teams were like, oh, shit, this team is good now. So now we actually have to try against them. Right. And yeah. now that teams are trying against them, they're just killing them again. Yeah. And it's sad to see because I thought for a second there, I was like, Sons in the- Devin Booker in the playoffs would be pretty cool. For sure. But not going to happen this year, I don't think. The Even though the West does feel wide open after the top six seeds, which is Lakers, yeah, Nuggets, yeah. Clippers, Rockets, Mavs, Jazz. There's yeah. the Thunder and the Trailblazers are in the playoffs right now. That's surprising. Okay, Thunder. Really surprising. <laughs> oh, man. They just beat the Raptors last night by a point. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> the Thunder, like, I don't think either of us had anybody on OKC in the All-Star game, like even on the bench or anything, unless you had Chris Paul. But no. OKC has really been surprising for me and – but but I guess when you look at it, the players they gave up for, for Paul George were like they weren't bad players. I mean, Shea Gilders Alexander and uh, Gallinari. Yeah. And obviously they have Chris Paul. I mean it's not a it's not a terrible team. It's, it's not just, bad. No, yeah. I just assumed that they were sellers, so they would trade Chris yeah. Paul, trade Gallinari. I'm assuming they're gonna still trade Gallinari at some point. He's been healthy for the last really year and a half now. A team could yeah. use him. Like a Portland could really use him. I feel like he'd be a good like, fit there. Yeah. I mean, Lou Will got all the hype last year for beating the Warriors. Yeah. But Gallinari was huge for them as well. He in was huge. They won. Yeah. He's a consistent, like, 20, 20 points every game. Yeah. Feels like the perfect guy to have on your team. If you're just looking for some too. offense, instant offense. All right. So, Doncic, Harden. Harden's been – or Doncic or Harden, who's been more impressive? Because Harden's averaging, like, 40 points no, a game. No, I take Harden. Yeah, I take Harden for sure. Yeah, it's, and honestly, I take like I don't know. I don't. I don't really have to think about that one either. I I just trust Harden a lot more than I trust Doncic. Mm-hmm. And I just think Harden's he's a better scorer, he's a better playmaker, he's a better defender. I, yeah, I, don't know, I just take it's a good point. Better, re- yeah, I, I just take Harden. And they take sure. they're like the same position, same height. Like Harden is just better at everything, at least right now. Doncic, yeah, his game might be a little smoother, Two, a little more Euro. Now, Two, three years, yeah, it's a different question, right? Harden's falling out of his prime. I think this is the year for the Rockets. I don't see I don't see them I see them blowing it up if they don't win this year. Which is kind of concerning for me because I don't see them as that good of a team. Thought they'd yeah. be better than they are. They've been kind of disappointing actually. And I'm just worried that it's gonna be the same old story with them again. Like I love Harden, I wanna see him win a championship, but it feels like teams stop him by doubling Harden and putting a lot of pressure on him and then he like, kicking out to Chris Paul is a lot better because he can shoot and then play make as well. With Westbrook, yeah. you can't really shoot. So it's been an issue when 
people double hard and he'll kick it to him and then Westbrook will make the decisions and that's never that's obviously never it increases your <laughs> no it's never good but it increases your ceiling because it's like all right we could have some amazing games where Westbrook just goes off yeah but at the same time it increases your variability because Chris Paul's consistent more consistent than Westbrook and in the playoffs Chris Paul yeah give or... me Chris Paul over Westbrook yeah. in the playoffs for sure he defends yeah. He defends yeah. harder, and he's a better shooter, too. I think Houston's best chance will always and forever be 2018 when they miss 27 straight threes. Like, yep. that, that's the year right there. Because if they had beaten um, Golden State, they would have easily beat the Cavs. Yeah, probably like five like, games, I think. Five. It would have been, yeah, five or six, I think. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I mean, that, that was, that's forever going to be the year. And again, it goes back to the Chris Paul injury. They were up 3-2 in the series. At home court advantage, I mean that they won like sixty one games as well that year, but mm-hmm. it's too bad. They could have had they, it last year too. They had a chance. They, Kevin they Durant went down. The they should have yeah. won. They should have went to the conference finals. They should have destroyed sure. Portland. They should have played. They should have battled yeah. Toronto head on. And then, honestly, at that point, I'd say it's like a coin toss. That's true. 50-50, I mean, which team wins? So then there again, they had another chance. And now the Warriors are gone. They changed their roster, and then now they feel like they're worse than last year, which is. A concern, yeah. again, because obviously there aren't as many good teams. But when you have to play, let's say the playoffs were to start now. To get to the finals, the Rockets would have to play the Mavs in the first round, then the Clippers, then probably yeah. the Lakers, and then probably the Bucks. That's a ridiculous four, There's three no teams way. to be. There's no way you're, you're getting through that. There's yeah. just no way. Even get to the finals, that's three seven-game series right there. For sure. While the Bucks, you know, while the Bucks just cruise, you know, four zero, four zero, maybe take a game to five or six, or t- take a series to five or six games. But I mean, the the that's just such a tough route to to go through. I just want to take a second to thank the Knicks for trading Porzingis, because they made yeah. the Mavs. Uh, the Mavs were screwed. If I you think about that. their roster construction, with yeah. they only had Doncic, that was it. They were going to be screwed, but <laughs> they picked up they Porzingis, and now they're good. It's actually sorry to any Knicks fans, but oh man, that was a terrible. That was probably one of the worst trades of this decade, well, in my opinion. Yeah, they're used to it. They, they weren't even probably weren't even surprised when he got traded. <laughs> All right, so Doncic, Harden, and then the last three. I had LeBron, Kawhi, AD. Yeah, same. I'm happy. It for seems Kawhi pretty there. straightforward. Yeah, yeah, Kawhi deserves it. I don't Jokic know who else would have said there. Jokic has been balling out as of late. I mean, his numbers have gone up a lot. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, AD and LeBron are locks. I think you, you got to be crazy to not put them in there. I think Kawhi's a lock too, honestly. I don't see anyone else who's – if you're saying yeah. if you're saying Jokic is his competitor, like Jokic has been great. His team is 23-9, and nine, but Kawhi over Jokic. For sure. Honestly. I mean, yeah, like LeBron if, – if I had to take one away though, I'd, like, I would take Kawhi off the starting lineup. Like if I had yeah. to take one of them off – Kawhi or AD, I think those are the yeah. two where it's like a flip flop. I think LeBron. Actually, I don't know because who's been better? Do you think LeBron or AD on that Le- team? Like LeBron's more valuable to the team, I think. Yeah, but they're pretty close. I think it's yeah. it's like one A one B. So when pretty you look much. at that twenty six and seven record, and they were like just like a few games ago, they were twenty six and four. It's yeah, or what or whatever twenty four and four. Yeah, they, they lost like a bunch in a row. They could have been like you just think about that record. Those two guys should be first team All NBA because they have no one else really around them. That team 
honestly, low-key got exposed by the Clippers on Christmas Day when you right. see their lack of their depth. The thing with that is, like, you say they got exposed, but they got exposed by the best team, the, 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 the team that I think was going to go out and win the championship this year. That's true. So, yeah. That's true. I guess no shame in losing to the Clippers, but that's the team the Lakers have to beat if they want to go to the yeah. finals and win the chip, and they're a championship contender, right? So they should be leveling themselves to this team and say, what do we need to improve to be better than this team? Yeah, and I sure. think that they need to improve their – their depth or add someone. I don't know who they add though. Like there's not a lot of, of options when you consider the cap, like right. they're, cause they're kind of choked up on the cap. When you think about the players they have like Avery Bradley, uh, LeBron AD, obviously. And then um, they overpaid for Danny green. So I don't really know what else they can really do. I think I, roster- I like Danny green though. I think their roster is good enough to win a championship though. Probably they have. I think they have the top end talent. Like AD yeah. LeBron is enough, but they yeah. need a third guy. It has to be Kuzma. I think it has to be Kuz. Kuzma, yeah. I mean Dwight Howard. Scary. Been yeah, Dwight Howard's been good. <laughs> he has. Right. He has his moments. <laughs> He's kind of inconsistent. He has like that fifteen and ten game, and then you'll have like zero points, one rebound. You know what I mean? Right. He's just one of those guys. But I like that he's bought into play, coming off the bench. I think that's something that I haven't seen from him before. It felt like every team he went to, you know how he was on like the Hornets and Atlanta, he did those runs. He would yeah. always just post up, and he would not needed to start. And now yeah. he's finally like, I'll come off the bench. He's in better shape now. I like that. I'm kind of impressed with that. Impressed with him. I mean, Carmelo Anthony should have taken – I mean, that's what Carmelo Anthony should have done a few years ago in OKC and even in Houston, but – I like that when veteran players are willing to, to sacrifice for the good of the championship. And you see mm-hmm. that with, like, that's what Steph Curry did, right? Tim Duncan did that his entire career. Iguodala did that in 2015 and led to a championship. It's like Even you look at the NFL, too. I mean, Tom Brady, he's been making, like, $10 million a year. But he only cares about rings. So, I mean, I, I like that. And Dwight Howard just, just is showing that he wants a championship now. Because he's been to the finals before. He's been there. He knows what it's like to lose. I mean, he, he, he wants a ring, and he deserves a ring, too. Still hard to believe that he was in the finals. It's hard to, like, Crazy. fathom that he was the number one option on that team. Orlando and was I was watch, I was watching those. It was literally probably, like, 50 um, Dwight Howard post-ups a game. It was crazy. He just posted up oh, every yeah. time. It was so crazy to watch. Yeah, I mean, if, if the Lakers didn't have a guy like Pau Gasol in there, honestly, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if, if Dwight Howard ate them alive. Because that's why Howard yeah. was really good. Yeah, he um, destroyed he, Cleveland he in realize. that conference finals. He was wreck. He wrecked them. Yeah, he was just bullying. And that Magic team was good too. I mean, they had like Hedo Turkoglu and those guys. I mean, they were they had some nice pieces around Dwight Howard. Yeah, they were. Well, they made it to the finals. That kind of tells you, right? They were. Yeah. They were built perfectly for Dwight's game, shooters, and then he would just post up all the time. And he was a beast. He was huge. <laughs> Still yeah. is. He still is pretty big, but he's just like he leaner now. He's as big as he used to be. I don't know. No, I don't think he's. I think he probably weighs less now. Yeah. He's just skinnier yeah. now. He's like a lean, a lean machine. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah, his body's different. Alrighty. So, West, we have the same. What? I'm looking at. I think they had Tyron Lou played on the mat on the Magic. That Tyron Lou. <laughs> Hi, Lou. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking at the roster right now. I just put 
Ty Lue, the coach of the Clippers, played them. Oh, yeah. So he knows all the secrets. He's giving them the Doid secrets right now. They're just saying, put some candy on the sideline. He'll go over to it, eat some, and then, boom, you're done. Hold on, I'm actually looking at this this magic. This is very off topic, but I'm looking at this magic team right now. Like, there's a lot of names I don't know. I just know, like, Marcin, like, Gortat was on that team. Um, Hidu Turkulu, I just know him because he's really good on 2K. And JJ Redick, that's it. Like, everyone else. Yeah, but I don't think any of those guys really played. Like, Orlando, JJ Redick, I don't think he played <laughs> much. He was, like, so young back then. Yeah. No, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's the, that's the starters. That's the starters. <laughs> All right. West, we said, both of us said the same thing. Doncic, Harden, LeBron, Kawhi, AD, lock it in. Yeah, Those are going to be the starters. That. Can't yeah. argue much, really, there. Let's go to All-NBA. This one's a little more interesting. I know you didn't make a list, but we'll run off. I'll run off my first team, okay. and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. I think it's a pretty good list. So I have, for guards, Doncic, Harden again, and then LeBron, Giannis, AD. I think, I mean, yeah, again, I, can't, like, I don't think you can really argue with that one, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm not going to put Kawhi Leonard in there ahead of no, ahead of Giannis no or LeBron way. or AD. Yeah. It's hard to, to put him there, but then he falls on my second team, so I have him, Siakam, Embiid, and then I put Kemba and Bradley Beal. I don't know about Bradley Beal, I'm leaning towards swapping him with Donovan Mitchell. I'm leaning yeah. towards that, but but I, I don't know, that's a tough one for me. Honestly, like me not being a Raptors fan, I don't know if I'd put Siakam there. Because who would you put? Who would you put in replacement? Jimmy Butler, right? Or Paul George? Paul George, I'd say. Paul George. Yeah. Yeah, because I have him on my third team. So you put yeah. Paul George in replacement of Siakam. I think that's fair. Raptors fans are gonna be mad at you. That's probably most of our listeners, but. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> but screw you guys. You guys stole. That <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> we it was, Yeah, that was actually a, a theft. Danny Green was. That, was not needed in that trade. <laughs> he was not was needed not at all. Needed but, at all. Nope. but he was a, a necessary piece for that chip. Yeah. A lot of Raptor fans actually are salty about that. They don't like Danny Green for some reason. I know. It's because he didn't play uh, that well for you guys in the finals. Yeah, he, he had one really good game, though. He had six threes. Yeah. He, he helped us win a game. That's enough, I think, yeah. to say thank you. You get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> you, you deserved to get a ring. Like You you're contributed. It's also because a lot of Raptors fans have kept hearing that they like everyone around the league had been watching basketball for a while. Like everyone's been saying, "Oh, Danny Green, Danny Green was so good back when he was in the finals in San Antonio." Uh, like, right, I think the hype was there for most yeah. threes ever in the finals in 2013, and he was so good back then too. But I mean, last year in the finals he wasn't great. But I think got like got like Danny Green might be what what's enough to put a team like the Lakers over the top in the finals this year. Just yeah, he'll have one of those games against the Clippers yeah. where I think he'll have like eight threes, yeah. and that could be the deciding game that For sure. lets them win. That would be a weird conference final, seven games in Staples Center. The NBA would thrive yeah. off that revenue, though. That would be crazy. That would be hype. NBA may, the NBA would make a ton of money. For sure. All right. I mean, the cheapest so, tickets would be like a grand. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I got – Kemba, Bradley Beal. Do you agree with those, or would you throw Donovan Mitchell or anyone else? Uh, second team here? Yeah. Yeah, Kemba, Bradley Beal. I might put Mitchell ahead of Kemba. Okay. Like, so you put Mitchell, Bradley Beal? Yeah, I'd probably put Mitchell and Bradley Beal right now. Okay. 
Sorry, that's I'm, fine. Yeah, I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think of all. I don't want to miss anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got some. I got enough people here. I think I have everyone kind of covered. Yeah. And then yeah, I said Kawhi Siakam Embiid. You said Kawhi Paul George Embiid. Yeah. That's also fair. And then if we go with your list, then you got Jimmy Butler, um, Jimmy Butler Siakam Jokic. Yeah, I think uh, that's what I have. Again, Jimmy like, Butler Siakam, Siakam Jokic. It's tough because it's, it's. I mean, Siakam's a baller right now, but I mean, it's tough between him. Even got like Carl Anthony Towns. I'd probably go Siakam. Yeah. I'd probably pick Siakam. Yeah. Because Over Towns, I think I agree. Yeah. He's been good. He's averaging like. But let's let's do a head let's do a head to head right now between Carl Anthony Towns, and him. Obviously, we're not going to include wins because Toronto's. I think Toronto's got like 20, yeah. 20, 20 something wins, and then Timberwolves have like have like a ten. Yeah. <laughs> but Carl Anthony Towns, he has he averages twenty six and a half. 12 rebounds and four assists on 42% shooting from three. That's, That's crazy. Impressive. That's impressive. That alone should give him the nod. That on the Warriors next year? No. Man. <laughs> They're going to be crazy. And then Siakam is 25, 8, and, three, and 4. Yeah, Siakam's actually. On 39% shooting from three. So he has some pretty good numbers to compete with Towns, actually. Siakam's stats are definitely better than I thought they were because Carl Towns, he's always been kind of like a Devin Booker in a way where. His stats are really yeah. good, but he's they're they're kind of inflated. Siakam's playing on a mm-hmm. really good team. I mean, the the pieces that Toronto has right now. Yeah, he's thriving yeah. as the number one option. Like, That's yeah. I think the the craziest part about this. Because last MIP year, two years in a row. Last year in the playoffs, <laughs> I know Raptors fans they love Pascal Siakam, but last year he was really inconsistent. He was really inconsistent in the playoffs. Super inconsistent. It yeah. was like something. It kind of went under the shadow because you had Kawhi and Lowry to to take the blame, but Siakam had that thirty one point game. In game one of the finals, yeah, and then, and then I don't think he showed up again until game six. I like it was, but yeah, but that was an important great. game to show back up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the thing against uh, Philadelphia as well. He had a really good game one. I think it was. He was really good in all the game ones. Mm-hmm. I think, but just yeah, watching him drive through the hole, especially in the finals, watching him drive every single time, I was like, I was wincing because it felt like it was going to be a turnover every time. Just I don't know his decision making or something, but that's just because him being a young player, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he's young. The finals, it's the first time. I feel like the nerves kind of get in the way as well. Yeah. All right, and so third team. Uh, so we said Jimmy Butler, Jokic, Siakam, slash Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. One of those two. And then I said um, Damian Lillard. And if we put Donovan Mitchell on the, the first team, I put Kemba Walker on the third team for sure. Yeah. I'd have Kemba Lillard. I mean, I guess I would sort of have to go – I guess I would sort of have to go with Trey because I put Trey as an all-star starter just to be consistent with that. You'd stick with Trey. Yeah, I'd go with Trey yeah. Even Instead though, of Kemba. Yeah, even though, like, in the playoffs, I'd take Kemba Walker for sure. Yeah, I think I would rather take Kemba yeah. too. He – I love – I love Trey Young though. I really like him a lot. He gets a lot of slack. Like, yeah, I really like him. I, he's got some. He's got something. He's got the complete game. He's got the ugly hair. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean, God, that hair is terrible. Like, holy. <laughs> oh, that hair is terrible. It's, it's almost on Crusoe. He's he's like he's like on Crusoe's level. Crusoe's like twenty five. Yeah, and he's balding. Yeah, I, mean, can <laughs> I don't know whose hair is worse. Crusoe can dunk, Crusoe but can Trey can man. shoot like. Trey can shoot with the lights out. That's true. It doesn't matter. But honestly, like, 
I'm really big into I'm really big in I'm really big with uh, like hype like how hyped the crowd is. That's why I think like like the Raptors might not have won a championship last year without Drake because he got your crowd going and he was like the adrenaline boost y'all needed. A Caruso three pointer is more valuable than than like six Trey Young three pointers. Just because I mean that crowd gets going, man. I'm, Just the energy. It's, it's like a taco fall yeah. dunk. Energy. Like they they need to bring taco into like yeah. I don't know why they don't have why don't they have Taco coming off the bench? It'd be awesome. I love him in the playoffs. I don't know why. I just love him. Even though I don't like Boston, I just love Taco. Like straight up, because because <laughs> the like for, as as for me, a guy who's like played sports and everything. Like when you're playing and the crowd is into it and behind you, you play like oh, it's, it's, it's so much it's better. It's a complete different. It's a complete different game. It trust me, it's mm-hmm. just way different. If the Celtics, if they're in a tough spot, you put Taco Fall in the game. Or you just get the taco fall on the bench and you have to like stand up and take his warm up off. <laughs> Don't even put him in the game. But the TD Garden will just erupt and it's it's just oh they'll go crazy. Yeah, and it's just, it's gonna get the it's gonna get the Celtics going. I mean it's just will. It's, put it's him in for like put him in for two offensive plays. Up. Just run two plays for him. Yeah. Put him in the put him in a pick and roll. Yeah. Have him run to the basket. Just throw it in the air. He'll get it and he'll probably get it done. I'm t- yeah, and if he gets like the ball, he seems he seems like an instant two points for sure. If he doesn't get an offensive foul, yeah. <laughs> he's an instant two points because he's so friggin' tall. It's ridiculous. And it's if, so funny. If he gets a block as well, I mean, again, like that's just oh, and he can he's capable easily to get a, a couple yeah. blocks. Insane. In like ten, in like five. Put him in for three minutes. And then start the fourth quarter. <laughs> put him in for three minutes. Spark plug. Yeah. He is a spark like, plug. Just... Him or Carson Edwards too. I think he's also a spark plug because he can hit like yeah. eight threes in <laughs> in like ten minutes if he wanted to. In a different way, because like different Carson way. Edwards yeah. is a spark plug in that he's talented. Taco Fall is a spark plug in that everyone fucking loves him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just an enter- he's just entertaining yeah. to watch because he's so tall. He's actually that's all it he's is. He's actually really good in college too. Like in college, he was like he almost beat the, he almost beat Duke single handedly. Like, Except for that foul yeah. at the end on Zion. March yeah, but he fouled Zion. Yeah. It's kind of hard to And then Zion got, I don't know if Zion got the end one. I think he did, right? No, and then, was... and then he was out and they got, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, Zion got the end one on that play. No, it... Like he spun into Taco and he got the layup in, but then he missed the free throw. I don't think, I don't know. And it went to, and then RJ Barrett yeah, got it. I'm pretty sure RJ Barrett hit the game winner that game. I don't know if it was an end one or not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember, yeah, I'm pretty sure Zion like spun. Went to the rim. It was an and one. Missed the layup or the free throw. Yeah. And RJ Barrett. And then and then RJ Barrett got the offensive rebound off yeah. that, which is ironic because Taco would have definitely got that rebound. Yeah. No matter what side he was standing on, he would have <laughs> got it. <laughs> so the, he could have been. He was the game changer. Yeah, it's crazy. Is that actually it? Nine foot no wingspan. I think I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. All right, I'm looking this up right now because I'm curious. I think Rudy Gobert's got the longest Taco wingspan. He has a crazy wingspan. Yeah, it's like eight feet, eight foot something. I. And another thing that they could do is putting Taco Falls uh, out there at the end of a game for an inbound. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious an too because player. he would just an inbounds play. No one would be able to throw it over him. Yeah, it would be so even funny. On, even if they had the ball like on offense, it's like a second left, the quick alley oop to Taco Fall. To tap it in, yeah. Because I mean that you see teams using Definitely. that all the time. When you have an inbounds play with less than a second left, all you can do is just alley oop right or tap it in. Talk, Taco Falls a cheat yeah. code. He is a cheat code. I'd love to play with him in two K. <laughs> all right, so um, 
Here's the wingspan. So Rudy Gobert is 7.74 feet. So just under 8 feet. Right, yeah. AKA 2.36 meters. Crazy. And Tacos is 8.3 feet. Really? <laughs> 2.54 meters. So he has a, a bigger wingspan, which makes sense when he's 6 inches taller than him or like 5 inches taller than him. Yeah. He deserves that extra Rudy wingspan. Gobert, I thought Rudy Gobert had at least 8 feet. That's weird. That's what Google says. Don't trust Google, no. though. You never know. Google's, Google's never lies. They're my only source. For Google's always... So. It's true. And then here are some of my honorable mentions. Kyle Lowry for All-NBA. Yeah. Bam and Devin Booker. Those are my three honorable mentions because they could have made third team, all three of them, potentially. Like Bam, ah, I mean, Kyle Anthony Towns, too. Let's put Cat in there, too. Yeah. I don't know, bro. But I think I think Bam just yeah he doesn't have the stats to make it. I don't yeah, think. think he's just a he's just too a little too far. I think not top fifteen player. Yeah, Bam, yeah. I think Bam. Yeah, let's get rid of let's get rid of Bam. He doesn't deserve Bam and a Yeah, like, I don't know if he's he's he might be top thirty. I have to make like a list or something. But I, if I had to guess right now, I'd say he's between thirty and twenty five for me in the NBA right now. He, I think he's definitely in the top 30. Yeah. But I think he's above 20, probably. Think top about, 20. like, teams. Would he be the second-best player on a lot of different teams? Yeah. Like, I think he'd be the second-best player on a lot of teams. So, I think he's probably around, like, 20, like, low he'd 20s. Be the best, he'd be the best I would guess. teams. I mean, like, if he played on the Knicks or something, he'd probably be the best player. Or if he was on, like... Yeah, definitely the Knicks. He'd be better than Julius Randle. If he was on the Warriors, <laughs> I mean, him or... Him or uh, Draymond Green. D'Angelo. Or, yeah, D'Angelo Russell. Or Draymond. Draymond hasn't been that good this year, though. He's been kind of disappointing. That's true. But that's because Draymond... I think he needs stars around that's him. That's true. I think he just needs... Because he doesn't have a lot of assists this year, which makes sense because he averaged like eight assists because he was passing yeah. to Curry and Clay. That Makes so much sense. Draymond Green gets... Like, he only averaged like four assists. He gets so. a lot of flack for not being able to play well without other good players around him. But, I mean, at the end of the day, when he does have other players around him, like, you saw what he did last year against Portland in the Western Conference Finals. Like, let me remind everybody, yeah. like, those weren't blow wins, right? But Draymond Green was a – he legitimately played point guard. He was a point god against Portland. It was – he was so good against the Blazers. He's everything they need. Yeah. He's everything that they – like, if he wasn't on that team, they probably wouldn't – I don't want to say they wouldn't win a ring, but they probably – they would have won. They would Kevin not win Durant. as many rings. They would have won in, with Kevin Durant. Yeah, but like you saw what happened yeah. in 2016, right? He gets suspended for one game. They lose all the. Yeah, if he was if he was there for all 2016, they would have won then. Yeah, and like let's say Cavs were healthy, they win in 2015 most likely. Cavs win in 2015, and then the 2016, the that would be. I think if they're healthy, yeah, they'd probably beat the Warriors. Yeah, they won six games. And then 2016, and then 2016 would be their year. They'd be hungry. They, that would be their yeah. year. That's my that's my take. And they probably win that year on top of that seventy three and nine season. That's crazy. Because I, I just think I just think if if the Cavs won in twenty fifteen, I think the weight is off LeBron's shoulders and yeah. he just cares a little less. And it doesn't doesn't quite win that twenty sixteen. Doesn't have the comeback. They probably lose in like five. Right. Yeah. Because that was. And if not for Stephen Adams, <laughs> if not for Stephen Adams, uh, I don't think Draymond would get suspended. You got to give Stephen Adams some respect. Gotta give Aquaman forgetting him, kick him in the nuts, get a flagrant <laughs> from that. <laughs> Aquaman, he's actually so funny. I was listening. There's a podcast like Zach Lowe has, like, do you know the Low Post podcast? Uh, no, I, I don't really listen. To it, but so I, he had, I heard of it. 
Yeah, he, so he has a podcast, and he had Stephen Adams on it, and it's so he's just so funny. It's like the nicest guy ever. It's weird. <laughs> he looks so scary on the court. He's really if you ever see him in person, you'd be like, "This guy's fucking scary," but he's like the nicest guy. He's strong too. You could, he's so strong. Yeah, yeah. You got. I think he got punched in the face by. Can't remember who. Someone punched him straight in the face, and he was fine. <laughs> like he didn't even flinch. <laughs> Then he said, like, the next day, it was hurting while he was eating, and he was, like, confused why. <laughs> I was like, what the, this guy's crazy. You know, I want to fight that Hilarious. guy. <laughs> All right, so that's the list. Anyway, yeah, so that's the starters and the yep. All-NBA, teams. All-NBA teams. I think those, I think those are pretty good. Yeah. Let's go through the All-NBA. Let's last time. So, East starters, I said Kemba, Bradley Beal, Giannis, Siakam, Embiid. Mm-hmm. Who did you say again for the All-Star starters? I had uh, Beal, Trey Young, and one second, let me go to it real quick. I should know this. Beal, Trey Young, oh, Butler, Embiid, and Giannis. All right. And then the West, we had the same. We both had Doncic, Harden, LeBron, Kawhi, AD. Yeah. And then all NBA, we kind of came up with a collected one. So we kind of said, I think this was a finalized one. His first team is a lock for Doncic, Harden, LeBron, Giannis, AD. Yeah. And then second team, I think Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Kawhi, Embiid, Paul George. Yep. And then third team is kind of open. Yeah. I said, I said Kemba. Um, I don't remember who else I said. Kemba Lillard. Jimmy Butler, Jokic, and I think Towns. I don't remember who's. Oh, and then Siakam. Siakam on the is third. Siakam. I put Towns ahead of Siakam, and you put Towns ahead of Siakam, and yeah, and then Trey Young ahead of Kemba. Yeah. All right. So those are the lists. 